Good morning and welcome to today's reading. This is the Existential Healer podcast. I am the Existential Healer and um, we're back at it again with a new reading today. Um, Today's reading is all about self-care and um, it's actually, it's extreme self-care. Like right now we just need to literally like sit down and make sure we are taking care of ourselves Um, we're almost to that midpoint in the year where we just kind of need to check in with ourselves and make sure that um, all of our bases are being covered and making sure that we are being taken care of and um, surrounded in love because with this second half of the year there's going to be a lot of opportunities a lot of energy surrounding growth and expansion and flowering Um, but in order to make sure that we're not overwhelmed by these opportunities We have to make sure that we are continuing to fill up our own well and um, re-energizing our heart and our soul so that we can take these opportunities and use them to the fullest extent. Um, So with that being said, this is a collective reading. If you hear something and you don't like that message, it's probably not for you. Um, What is for you will resonate with you. Um, and yeah, the rest is up to spirit. So I've already pulled three tarot cards to sort of diagnose like what we're working towards with this, um, self-care. Um, and we've got three of pentacles, balance and love and the two goddesses, the goddess with balance is Yamana and the goddess with love is Venus. So... Um, I'm not super into astrology, but something with Venus might be happening, something in your chart regarding Venus might be happening, so it's worth looking into, um, but we, with this self-care, we are developing balance and love and self-love, okay, I have my rose quartz over here, um, because it just feels like we haven't really been giving ourselves the flower, our flowers, you know, um, not really recognizing, like, the hard work that we've been putting in thus far like we really are almost halfway through the year and um in my experience anyways a lot of things have changed a lot of things have happened um and me today is very different from me in January of 2022 and I think that recognizing those differences between that time um is worth your time is worth sitting down and journaling about a little bit because it's um like the recognition is part of the journey that really helps with setting things in stone um it's like when you learn something if you can teach it you're like 50 percent or more likely to be able to remember and retain that information or retain that knowledge so what was my point (laughs) We are, we're coming back down to just involving ourselves in our process and not getting caught up in what we've become over these last six months. We are coming back to being intentional with our time and energy and finding this balance. And it's kind of funny because I was just listening to Chloe Taylor on YouTube. She's one of my favorite readers, but she was talking about how balance is a myth and how um, life is literally just ups and downs and trying to attain balance um either when you're on a down and you're trying to find that up or that high or if you're on a high and you're trying to find like come back down balance is just a myth and it's it's something that um 
sort of robs our experience sometimes when we are experiencing something, whether it be a high or a low, and we're trying to come back to the balance instead of just embracing the high or low. Um, so I don't know, that might be something to ponder on for you, what your relationship with balance might be. Um, but I think it's kind of fun to embrace like the idea that balance is impossible to really attain. Balance is maybe in an idea where it's like, accepting both sides of it that's a good idea of balance but trying to control any aspect of life that you don't have control over and making balance out of that will drive you insane I know that from experience um and then with the three of pentacles again this self-love right now this um self-nourishment right now is you're being told to indulge in this self self-nourishment because the three of pentacles is bringing in so many opportunities and so much abundance so much um abundance in ways that's more than just like monetary prosperity it's more than that it's relationships it's um value in like property and material things it's value in spiritual things like 100 percent leveling up um, but again, I feel like Spirit is telling us that we could easily be overwhelmed by these opportunities that are coming our way. So if we don't sit down and reevaluate, you know, how strong and how capable we are and how um, transformative we've already been this year, then some things might just slip through the cracks. Some opportunities, some signs, some messages might slip through the cracks if we're not being super intentional with our time and energy. Um, so yeah, so that's the current, like, this is why we're here today. We are going to be delving into self-nourishment. Spirit, your guides want you to take care of yourself, okay? Be selfish for a few days. Retreat. If you have plans, stay home if you can. Um, just really, really take care of yourself. Give yourself that time and space to feel, like, well cared for. Um, but, yeah, so, we are going to now move into, um, specific things that we can add to our self-care routine. Because, for me at least, being told that I need to involve myself in self-care, I'm like, okay, so what does that mean? I go take a bath, I go take a nap, like, I don't know, I just, some, sometimes it feels like such an open-ended suggestion, so we're gonna get some specifics on how we might be able to take care of ourselves. <clears throat> just some specifics. Thank you. Okay, so we've got flood. Express the ocean of your emotion, okay? So self-care might involve crying. It might involve that bath. We're getting water element here, so um, drinking tea. Um, I'm getting painting, though. Like, if you're a creative person, or even if you're not a creative person, um, I think that creating something or just finding a creative outlet for your emotions can be really helpful for what you're trying to process and go through um so flood we've also got cat take care of yourself trust that if you do you'll always land on your feet 
Um, so maybe involving pets or animals can be helpful in your self-care routine this time around. Um, that's usually like maybe going on a long walk or a hike with your, with your pet, um, getting into nature. Um, and then computer, upgrade your mental software. So meditation is really important right now. Um, I think maybe buying a new book, I feel like, or enrolling in a new class or whatever you have time for um that you can dedicate like a, a, a 15 minutes or 30 minutes of your day to learning something new or learning more about something you're already passionate about that's always really encouraging when you lean into things that you know that you enjoy um <clears throat> but yeah overall we're just taking care of ourselves and um I think that this overall message is kind of using what you um using what makes you feel good okay so we're not coping trying to find the words we're not coping we're not like um taking a day to sit down and watch our favorite show this isn't a comfort day this is a literal like self-nourishment day okay so um I know that the two can be pretty easily confused with self-love and self-comfort. There's one thing to comfort yourself and, like, um, cuddle up and watch your favorite show all day, which in its own way is its own form of self-love, but the specific kind of self-love and self-nourishment, self-care that we need right now um, is more than that. It's more intentional. It's bringing out something inside of us that needs to be shown, like, there we need to shine a light on something specific. Like, there's something within us that needs to be um, processed, I guess, is the word coming. It needs to be, like, brought to light. It just needs to be recognized, I guess. And upgrading our mental software includes um, delving into our intuition, um, opening ourselves to receiving messages from guides, from whoever it is that you're trying to make contact with. Like I was saying, buying that book, um, whatever it is that you spiritually have been trying to sort of like work towards, like personally, um, I have been really into e Egyptology for a long time. Um, but I don't always like have enough time to sit down and read my books on it because I just, there's always something new that you can learn about Egypt. So, um, self-care for me would look like sitting down and reading that book or meditating on Egyptology or whatever, you know, it's just be very specific towards what makes you feel like you are expanding, um, in your knowledge, in your intellect, in your intuition, whatever it is, it just needs to be like an intentional day for you to spend time on yourself, not for you to, um, and I'm not going to say that like spending the day in bed, and again, you could read your your book in bed but like watching a tv show or just watching things that comfort you um but don't necessarily push you to expand okay I'm not trying to call anyone out I promise it's just there are things that um that stunt us but also give us comfort and then there are things that make us uncomfortable that push us through to the next level and with this whole self-care ritual having to do with refilling our well in order to make sure that we're ready for new opportunities I feel like it has more to do with expanding consciousness or knowledge um, just so that you have background information on something or you just have a little bit more understanding so that when this opportunity comes up these three of pentacles 
um, you'll be like, oh yeah, I studied for this or I um, read that book. I know about this. You can just carry the conversation. It's just leaning into what interests you. Um, and that's, that's always self-honoring. You know what I mean? Giving your interests time. There's always responsibilities. There's always roles we have to play in life, but giving yourself time to just be curious about something, um, that's awesome. That's a good thing. That's a good thing to do for yourself. (laughs) Um, so yeah, on top of that, we're going to keep going and, um, use this sacred force oracle deck to get some divine guidance um, just in this self-nourishment era right now what are what's the divine guidance we need a message to keep with us maybe as we go into this self-care era same cards that we got last week um so i'm gonna put those back and just take the one that fell last and it's the enchanted fern grotto refuge um okay so i am just going to read this one out of the book for the sake of today um it's also the number sorry about that it's also the number um it's the number 16 Um, So, magic is afoot in the enchanted grotto. Long rays of light stream through the forest canopy above. An abundance of ferns fill the grotto with effervescent verdant color and a small waterfall tinkles like a crystalline chimes. Uh, You know that you are safe here. This is a time to go within. Seek and find your inner refuge. Take time for deliberation and reflection. In times of retreat, you can truly hear the voice of your soul. If you have been pushing hard or struggling to keep going, this is the time to be still and nurture your inner world. Draw nourishment from the wellspring within you. Think carefully about decisions that you make at this time. If possible, put them off. Now is not a good time to make life-changing choices. Instead, take time to create a foundation for the future. Retreat and reflect on your heart's true desires. Proceed with care and deliberation as you make plans. Listen to your inner guidance. Fern grottos have a feeling of peace as you enter. Many are known to be places where magic resides, perhaps the the homes of fairies and elves. Allow the energy of this sacred space to fill you. Know that you can be yourself and truly relax. The spirit of the Enchanted Fern Grotto says, Retreat and replenish your inner resources. Now is not the time to act, but to incubate your ideas for the future. Be still. The answers are within you. Magic is all around you. Okay, so yes, that's super exciting because once again, you're just being told to replenish the well within you. So you are a very powerful person, a very energetic person. You can do a lot when you... Um, have the energy to do a lot but you can also also be overwhelmed pretty easily um, because you are such an energetically involved person Um, you have access to vibrations that others don't so you are receiving information on a lot of levels all at once so if you're not really like 
um, filtering the water or whatever, you know what I mean, cleaning the debris out of the well, then things start to get mucky and you just feel like it's too much or you start to feel ill um, if you're, if you get like cold symptoms or any sort of illness really, a lot of it has to do with our energetic body and our emotional body. Um, and so right now you are at the point where checking in with yourself, checking in with your emotional body. I think that the meditation we were talking about earlier could easily be meditation, meditating on, um, on symptoms in your body. Like just this morning I was having heart palpitations and I was asking the palpitations themselves, like my heart itself saying, okay, what are you trying to tell me? Because I know that I don't have any like severe heart issues that you know that I'm aware of or whatever there's no really reason for it there's no medical reason for it so I'm asking myself what why are you here what are you trying to tell me um asking my heart what are you trying to tell me and I didn't really get an answer because I didn't really sit with it but that is the idea of sitting with yourself sitting with your body and asking it what is it trying to tell you because more than likely it's trying to tell you something there's something that's not being processed or acknowledged or um etc etc there's a lot of different avenues but it all comes down to creating that that communication with yourself with your body your three bodies um and trusting what you hear back, trusting um, that whatever you are feeling or hearing from yourself is the actual advice that you are meant to receive. Um, but starting that that conversation with your body and with your symptoms, with whatever's going a little off, um, if you're having like stomach issues, IBS came up, um, if you're having headaches or migraines, there might be something that your body's trying to communicate with you. Again, I'm not a doctor. If you're having actual issues, please seek medical help. But if you're willing to just sit with it and see, um, you know, see if there's an actual conversation to be had, then have the conversation, meditate on it. Um, maybe ask your guides what is your body going through if you really can't understand it. But, um, once again, you're just being reminded that there is a point of extreme self-care. When you have this relationship with your body and with your um, your three bodies, your emotional body, your energetic body, you're able to be able to tell when something is off more easily. And you might not know what's off or what's causing it, but for you to be able to recognize that something is not as it should be is the first step. And that is super empowering because once again... The second that someone takes energy from you or the second that you are giving a little bit more than you should be, you can recognize it and you can reclaim your energy and you're no longer at the end of the day feeling spent and wondering where all of your energy went. Um, <clears throat> but this extreme self-care is telling you to come inside, to go inside your home, go inside your fern grotto, your sacred sanctuary, um, and it might not even be like your physical space if you don't have a safe physical space. Um, then your internal space can be your safe grotto. Um, there's a lot of, or I won't say a lot of, but there is, um, meditations, guided meditations on going in within yourself and creating a sanctuary out of your body. So I don't remember where I heard it, but someone was talking about how if your body was a kingdom, um, how would you rule over that kingdom? How would you make sure that the people of that land got everything that they needed? How would you make sure that they didn't have water shortages or food shortages? Um, 
based on your emotions. Are they having sunny days? Are they having thunderstorms? And um, how? what's their relationship to you as the ruler of that land? So just another cool thing to maybe journal on or meditate on is creating that sanctuary inside, recognizing where things are. Um, if the kingdom's well is in your heart, visualize that well and visualize the people of your kingdom going to the well to receive nourishment and how important now it is that you keep that well full because the people within you, the cells within you, whatever, however you want to see it, they need you to take care of them. They need you to keep that well full and free of clutter. Um... Yeah, so healing our relationship with ourself basically is what's coming up. Nourishing now to appreciate our later opportunities. Um, when we have peace in our inner world, it's easier to find peace in the external world. And it's really hard to find peace in the external world right now. Um, but continuing on, let's see some shadow aspects of this self-care right now. Um, maybe some blockages we might run into or issues we might have just some shadow aspects of the self-care we should be aware of I was just thinking too, there was one time I saw a post on Facebook, it was talking about um, imagining um, like these little mossy frogs living inside of you and if you don't drink water then you ultimately dehydrate the frogs and that day I did drink water, like that was <laughs> very, um, yeah, very encouraging, sorry I was reading this card, so we got Ubuntu, Compassion for Others, number 34, um, as a shadow aspect of this self-care. So again, I think that with us having to be selfish right now, everything within us is telling us that that's not what we should be doing with our time. Um, some of Sometimes I'm getting like oldest sibling um, energy or parent energy or just caretaker energy where you don't feel like you're able to disconnect and put your responsibilities aside. Um, out of your compassion for others, Yes, but also you feel like, or I feel like, it feel it feels like we've put others on a pedestal um, above ourselves. So again, this can be like a 15 minute thing, but giving yourself 15 minutes to just think about the enchanted fern grotto within you, like to give yourself 15 minutes to be divine and be empowered is more than if you were to just ignore yourself the entire day. Um, so if you really truly cannot tear away from your responsibilities, that's okay. You're not like going to lose yourself. You're not going to lose all of these opportunities. It's about building that relationship and starting small because I guarantee you at some point you will find three hours or, you know, a good chunk of a day where you will have time to either sit with yourself or sit with things that comfort you in another way. And I encourage you to choose to sit with yourself and to upgrade your mental software <clears throat> and to, um, in the best way possible, set aside your compassion for others and reignite your compassion for yourself. Because once again, you cannot pour out of an empty well. If you are not giving yourself compassion, you are giving others compassion out of, a, out of um, 
the word masking comes up, but it's not coming from a true place. If you, the only thing you can give to others is what you give yourself, is what I'm trying to say. So, um, if you want to be able to be the best caretaker, you have to have this self-love, this balance in your own life of being able to come back to yourself um, and honoring your time and your, your space. <clears throat> so, with one last one. Oh, actually, I was going to pull charms today, too. I don't know if I'm going to do that. Um, for one last one, we're just going to, um, see if there's, if I can come up with any journal prompts, like, at the very least, you can use these journal prompts, but I'm going to use the cards to go off of it, um, so yeah, let's see if we can get any inspiration for journal prompts, okay, ooh, these are my favorite cards, um, okay, so we have 46 strength, and... 35 transform these cards are so so pretty um we've got a tiger on one of them strength and we've got a woman looking at like this little butterfly tree and it, yeah i don't know how <laughs> to explain them by the way today um i'm not promising anything but i really am attempting to get today's podcast up on youtube if you'd like to visually see the cards um Anyways, talking about strength as far as journaling prompts, and I will do my best to also write all of these questions in the description so you can actually just see the list of questions, but um, strength. Okay, so what makes you feel strong? Um, what, what gives you strength in terms of emotional strength okay so like for me I feel emotionally weak when I feel upset or angry or whatever I my first bodily reaction is to cry and I've always always hated it because people usually take crying as weakness so I feel really the opposite of strength I feel weak um when I emotionally react that way but emotionally when I feel strong um is when I can calmly communicate what I'm feeling to others and even to myself. Um, I feel strong when I meditate. I feel strong when I receive signs, when I just kind of laugh at life and see the humility in existing in this world. Um, so what makes you feel strong? Um, and what about your emotional environment creates a you know, a positive environment for strength, okay, so do you have, like, positive inner talk or self-talk, not even positive, but do you just have strength, strong inner talk, sorry, these words are not coming out very well right now, but is your self-talk coming from a point of strength or from weakness, okay, let's say that, so <clears throat> your self-talk, where does it come from, does it come from inner strength or does it come from inner doubt, um, and then transform. I want to read transform from the book. Just because they do such a good job with these cards. Um, number 35. Okay, transform. Can you feel the importance of what is happening for you? Okay, write that down. Can you feel the importance of what is happening for you? Answer that in your journal. Um, you are in a phase where just about anything is possible to treat. To achieve transformation, you must really think it is possible. Believing in yourself and your abilities is the key to creating the change being shown to you. 
You may have wanted a certain outcome, but not really believed it was possible. Okay, so what are your limiting beliefs right now surrounding your ability to succeed, your ability to dream, and your ability to um, spiritually develop? That's what's coming. Um, to achieve the desired changes in your health, be willing to make changes to your behaviors. Oh my gosh, we were just talking about this. So um, health is coming up once again for us. Um, if you are struggling with your health, whether it be mental health, physical health, energetic health, or emotional health, um, I think that no matter what, no matter what you're doing right now, whether it be medication or however you are seeking help for your health, continue that practice. Do not abandon your medical attention. But on top of that, I think that it might be beneficial to add the element of communicating with your body, whatever body your illness is in, um, communicating with said body, with uh, said symptoms, and figuring out what it might come from. Because um, if you don't know, um, illness can come from karmic attach attachments, it can come from previous lives, it can come from... Um, spirits that are attempting to possess your energy so there's a lot of um spiritual solutions to physical illness as well as all of the other illnesses that i mentioned before um once again i just think it might be beneficial to sit and consider where your illness might be stemming from um and a lot i see a lot of them come from emotional imbalances because um again the body carries the weight of our emotional experiences, okay? So say that you are in a relationship, you break up, your heart is broken. You might discover that you're having heart issues or chest pains or um, what's it called? Acid reflux or whatever. You're like getting those weird feelings within and it might not have anything to do with your body's ability to digest anything or or have a normal heart rhythm, but your emotional body is so affected by this breakup that it transmutes as physical symptoms, because that's usually when you go to the doctors, when you have a physical illness. Um, but a lot of us like to ignore our emotional illnesses or our mental illnesses, because it's not, um, there's a lot of stigma around recognizing illnesses that are non-physical, because a lot of people can discount them or disprove them in their own opinion. Um, so it's hard for us to, and you know, it's easy for us to get into that idea of comparing of, oh, I don't have it as bad as, as others. I don't have it as bad as other people. No, but pain is pain. Okay. No matter what you're experiencing, if you are feeling pain or if you are feeling symptoms of an illness, that is still valid. Like two things can be true at, at, at once. You can be experiencing pain and also someone can have it worse, but you're still experiencing pain at the end of the day. So, um, <clears throat> I think that part of our journaling prompts, if I don't remember to write it down, um, should be what area of your health needs more attention okay what what area of your health needs more attention and can it um can you possibly relate your emotional health or your mental health or your energetic health to um non-physical reasonings okay i'm gonna write a better list i swear i'm sorry i'm just getting the words out so that i have it 
Um, okay, so I'm going to keep going in the book. You do some things out of habit, some because of the way you were taught, and others because they are easy. Yes, this is what I was talking about earlier, with comforting ourselves, with self-care. This is a different kind of self-care that you're kind of being taught to or told to take on because previously you hear the word self-care and you do things out of habit or because you were taught to do this or because um, they're easy for you. Like I said, sitting down and watching TV all day is easy peasy for me and I can tell myself that it's self-care but it's not really adding anything to my life. That's just me. It might be different for you. No judgment either way. Um, Another thing about self-care is one thing that I was taught was retail therapy, and I have since learned very recently, don't get me wrong, that retail therapy is not actually solving any issues. It's just avoiding issues. For me, again, it might be actually healing for you. I'm not going to judge anyone's process, but it's worth considering what you do out of habit what you do because you were taught to do and what do you do because it's easy it's the easy option try a new approach to create your change if needed get a buddy to do this with you this could be anything from eating healthier to talking 10 minute oh sorry taking 10 minute walks or learning a new hobby reinforce the changes you are making in your life by enlisting the support of your family members or someone you know who will cheer you on Repeat the much-prized changes to form new positive habits. As you start having success, you will develop an unshakable conviction that you will get to where you want to be. So if you can convince yourself that walking 10 minutes a day adds this sort of benefit to your life where you feel healthier, you feel more energetically cleansed, you feel um, emotionally balanced, if you can convince yourself that just walking 10 minutes a day that's something that you can actively be um, doing and choosing to do, then again, when this three of pentacles, when these blessings come to you, these opportunities come to you, you will be ready to step up to the plate because you're going to be like, well, for the past few months or past few weeks or past few days, I've been making choices to enhance my life and to be a um, conscious part of my health. So now that this opportunity is here, I'm ready to also be a conscious part of this process as well, okay? Um, we're just experimenting with what this feels like, with what um, taking on that role in your own life feels like. So a, um, a multiple goodness, a multitude of butterflies and fairies watch as a young woman prepares to release the butterflies in her dome. Butterflies must set aside everything they once knew to accept a new way of existing. They symbolize a readiness to let go and encounter transformation. The lightning striking the dome helps to clear away any doubts or resistance to change. The fairies are a reminder of, a, of the magic and support that is all around you. There is always hope for a brighter tomorrow. Okay, so once again, three times over, we've been told about the magic that surrounds us. Um, the magic that is current in our life. Okay, the magic that is kind of pushing us to make these changes. This is all coming from a divine source, period. This is coming from a divine source, whether it be spirit themselves or your guides or your highest self, whoever it is, again, that you kind of show your patronage to, that you sort of look to when you're in those tough spots. Um, this this whole entire message is straight from them. It's straight from them. It's you, 
you can't go wrong. Like this is a divine message for you to start taking care of yourself. This is sort of pushing you past that limit of, okay, self-care. I'm going to sit down and drink tea and then, you know, you know, I just, I think that you know the difference between what I'm talking about, between that um, comforting sort of self-care, which is valuable in many situations. But right now, the self-care you need is the one that makes you uncomfortable, the one that pushes you past your box, that kind of takes the edges off of your box and makes you reassemble your foundation um, because you're going to be carrying a lot more energetically, emotionally, spiritually okay you're going to be elevating transforming in many ways so you have to have a foundation that can support that life this is your call to make sure that you have that foundation that you have that well that is full already um yeah so i think that i'm going to stop there um i'm gonna make sure that i listen back and write down all of the uh, journal prompts, um, and they'll be in both descriptions on YouTube and on the podcast. Um, also, I'm going to be linking my website. If you have any questions, concerns, requests, etc., please feel free to reach out. Um, my email is on my website. Um, there's like a thing at the bottom where you can send in a request for a reading or whatever, and you don't have to actually get a reading, but I think that that little area where you can add information is useful. I don't know if that's helpful or not. Sorry. (laughs) Um, Anyways, take care of yourself. Nourish yourself. This is the time to literally go within, mend the physical things that need mending in your life, organize your possessions, heal your relationships, and just nourish every single part of your your person, your cells, your energetic cells, your emotional cells. Um, You deserve your time. You deserve your devotion, you deserve your care, and you deserve um, that relationship that really pushes you to be a little bit bigger, a little bit better, a little bit brighter. Um, It's really exciting to start this this relationship with yourself, with your inner self, with your three bodies, um, because you really get to see what your body has been trying to say all along, okay? There might be like recurring um, things that you experience, like panic attacks or Um, again, like headaches or whatever it is you go through, you know, you know what you go through and there might be spiritual answers to what you've been trying to physically solve or even emotionally or mentally solve. Um, yeah, I would call on the highest self. I would call on the friends and family that you know you can really trust. If you don't have a support group like that, feel free again to reach out because I, um, I'm always willing to be a friend of another person that's trying to evolve. So, yeah. Um, Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for listening. Um, I'll see you tomorrow.